the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, even parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. Around the world on WAVA.com. And guess what? Today's a special day. It's Tough Topic Tuesday, but we're highlighting a very tough topic, and that is how in the world do you build a bridge from no faith to deep faith? Maybe you have some faith barriers in your life. What barriers to faith keep you from moving forward in your spirituality and in your growth? Well, today we have a special author who's going to be with us, and I'm holding up her book right now, uh, the Reverend Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. I'll introduce her just in a moment. But before we get started, let me give you some housekeeping items. First of all, if you want to call us and you want to talk with me or Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner, the phone number is 888-432-7434. Or if you're driving and saying, how can I remember all those numbers? Numbers, just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's bow for just a short word of uh, prayer, commit our time over to the Lord. Father, thank you for today's show. Thank you for today's topic, today's guest, and even the resource that you're providing us through uh, this lovely book that's been written, I Prayed. Now what? Well, we pray to you, Lord, and ask you to cover our time together in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, if you want to give us a call today and answer the question, what barriers to faith keep you from moving forward spiritually, you can do that by dialing 888-43-BRIDGE. You can also get a hold of me uh, at andersonspeaks.com or go to my favorite new website, embracegracism.com and register to be a gracist. Let me know that you are all in when it comes to uh, building bridges of grace to other people, regardless of their color class or culture. 
Well, today, Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner, who's a, who is currently the CEO of Skinner Leadership Institute, a leadership development and bridge building organization created back in 1992. It's headquartered out of uh, Southern Maryland. She's been running that for a while now. She's uh, also included in the presidential's who's who among business and professional achievers and served on President Barack Obama's White House Faith Council. She has a long history of building bridges and advancing the inclusion of people of all cultures in both the private and public sector. And uh, Barbara Williams Skinner was the first female executive director of the Congressional Black Caucus and continues to serve as a spiritual advisor to the CBC members and the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation. She's a frequent blogger with the Huffington Post and serves on the board of visitors of Howard University School of Divinity and the board of directors of Sojourners, a Christian social justice ministry reaching over 5 million persons. She's got multiple degrees, including a law degree, and she has a Master's of Divinity as well. Most of all, you need to know that Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner is a friend, a co-sojourner with me, and I consider it a privilege, Barbara, to have you on Real Talk. Thank you for being here. Thank you, David. Glad to be here. So good to see you, and thank you for writing this book, I Prayed, Now What? And the subtitle is My Journey from No Faith to Deep Faith. Why did you write this book? I didn't believe there was a God who cared about poor people and people of color, people on the side streets of life like the ones uh, in my family. And I had so much evidence of that from a church that didn't care that as a little child, I equated God as unmerciful and uncaring Mm. because I thought the church was God, and this is how God treated us. So Mm. I walked out. I wrote a letter of resignation to my mother at 11 and a half. Mm. um, Who you don't uh, tell, you're not going to church. But she did a strange thing. She looked at my little letter, and she looked at me, and she looked again. And in a kind of a weird way, she said, I'm going to just talk to God about you and walk out. And mm. the, the rest is history. She wow. must have been talking a long time because here I am. So you had a mother who was a prayer warrior, yet you in your own right at first was maybe, would you consider yourself an, an atheist or maybe even agnostic? Or were you just not sure what you were? You just knew you didn't want anything to do with church. <laughs> well, I think I'm more in the second category. I didn't really know if God existed. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any evidence. I believed as a child, a good student at, and a student, uh, you know, who dealt with evidence, where was God? How mm-hmm. could you see him? How do you know he's there? How does right. he answer you? So I was looking for evidence of God right. as a child. And so I didn't, I didn't know whether he existed or not. So I consider myself an agnostic. And then, of course, I turned mm. completely away from the church for 20 years. Well, you said in your book, I reached my breaking point. It was then that I decided that I would never go back to church. I said that. Wow. 11 and a half. Wow. How many people, I think, feel that way? They're not going back to church. Is, is it because of the hurt and the pain uh, or do they just see God as, as somebody who's not for them? If you're a little child and people in the church and I'm just saying a particular church, and that's mm-hmm. not all churches, but when you're 11 or 7 or 6, a child, and you're poor, and you're hungry nights and days, mm. and you're at a church where there's lots of food, and people look down on poor families like mm. ours with eight children and a mother with no husband, mm. uh, and there's the whispers behind our backs and all about who we were, 
it left a pain in my soul. I didn't mm. know how to handle that as a, as a little child. So my only response was, okay, I'm going to divorce my mother's God, and I'm going to mm. go and get a good education. Since I'm going to college, I won't need God anyway. Mm. That was my, my anecdote to not having a loving church. So in a way, it was almost like a war, your own personal war on poverty. I was having a war on poverty, and I, my attitude was that I'm not going to be poor, and I'm going to help people like me, but it's not going to come from the church. Uh-huh. Yes. Because the church wasn't really feeding you, and you were going home hungry when they were having fish dinners and, and chicken dinners. Pound cake. <laughs> Greens. And they weren't sharing? Is that, was Couldn't that the problem? Couldn't get any. I would have washed dishes. And now my mother said, no, we don't beg, so we just go, go home hungry. So they didn't cook all that food for you to eat they cooked it for you to buy and you eat. had to buy it okay. and it was 50 cents and we didn't have the 50 cents between the eight of us so yeah we couldn't even share a plate so we went home so oh, it, it, it yeah. just was hard my only safe place was in the library in the library well we're going to find out <laughs> some of your other safe places your challenging thoughts and your deep faith because surely you went from no faith to deep faith we're coming back in just three minutes don't go anywhere i've got dr barbara Williams Skinner. smelly basement but let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate five hundred dollars to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly Expiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk. I'm David Anderson. Kicking it with you here in the nation's capital. 
I hope you're doing well today. My phone number, if you want to call me for this call-in talk show, I don't care if you're on the Beltway somewhere, just, you know, put on your seatbelt and pull over to the side of the road. If uh, Here's the last thing I want you to do is get in a car accident because you're so deep into conversation with Dr. David Anderson or Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. She's the author of a brand new book, I Prayed, Now What?, Barbara Williams Skinner, you wrote this book, and the subtitle says, My Journey from No Faith to Deep Faith. How long did it take for you to make this journey from from no faith now to a deeper faith? About 20 years. Is that right? It was that long. Yes, I went through uh, college, law school, and I started working on Capitol Hill thinking that I had reached the pinnacle of my life. I was the uh, chief of staff to a member of Congress. I mean, what mm. else could you ever, who would need God? Right. You know, and. Um, so you had no need for God at nope. this point. Making money, traveling around the world, meeting all kinds of people, going in and out of the White House then. Mm-hmm. Um, no need. So in my mind, I had reached my. You arrived. Yes, I had huh. arrived. So then if there are people who are listening who are in that place they're they're successful they have everything they need it's almost like you don't need god uh, how how do they engage a topic like this and in fact how did you engage a topic like this did god break into your successful world he broke in in the in a major way everything came crashing down when i realized that nobody cared whether i lived or died if hmm. i worked 20 hour days i traveled around the world but I was invited everywhere, but I realized it was not because of me. It was because of my position. It mm. wasn't because of my relationships. Mm. And I just became depressed to almost the point of suicide. And one night I just could not. I was trying to recall how did my mother pray? What did mm. she say to this invisible God that with all the days and nights I saw her on her knees in her room? And I tried to remember if I ever heard her because I was desperate. Mm. I couldn't call home because uh, I was the one who had made it. And I just out of, I don't know, I, David, I cried out to God and just said, if you're there and Mm. you're probably not, but if you're there, I need you. That's all I said. That was my prayer. Hmm. Was this your first prayer of true conversion? Do you believe God heard this prayer? And do you believe that was a conversion prayer? I believe it was. I didn't, you know, go through. There were no flashing lights or, you uh-huh. know, lightning bolts. But I felt a sense of peace that I hadn't felt for years. Mm. And it was at, after that point, two weeks later, I met a man named Gene Browning who came to my office, um, maybe looking for a job. But it turns out that he was the answer to prayer. And through his wife, he led me. They led me to mm. Jesus Christ. How about that? If somebody's listening right now and they're thinking, I'm not sure if I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Is it, Barbara, is it really that simple? Can they just cry out to God even now? I think it's as simple as that. Is your breath. God hears even the cry of your heart. Because mm. I was desperate. I really didn't know who to call. People in Washington only generally reach out to you when they want something from mm-hmm. you. I was in a high position. Who could I trust? Mm. How did I know people really were my friends? And I didn't have any place or anyone to call at midnight when I was... Mm. Screaming for um, a, a companion wow. or uh, a love, a loving person who didn't want anything. And I think at that point, when you cry out, I believe 
God hears the cry of your heart. And that's what prayer is, isn't it? Just it's basically a cry crying out to of God. the human heart to a God who is there. So it's not more like a religious act that you just have to do in order to gain favor with God. It's really just if, if, if your heart is, needs him, you, you got to a place where you needed him. You have to be desperate. You have to get past yourself. Mm, there are no mm, fancy words. You just mm. have to get emptied. I had no place else to go, and I think that's when God can really mm. come in and, and use you. Well, listen, maybe you're at that place right now, and we'll just encourage you. Uh, pull over or just uh, kneel by your bed or, or or take a moment and just say, Dear Jesus, I need you. Come into my life. Somebody uh, may be in that space right now. If you want to call us, I will pray with you to confirm it, to pray out loud, however you want to do it. But I think the bottom line is God hears all of our prayers when we cry out to him in need for a savior. Doesn't he promise us that in scripture? He does. And still prayer is hard. He promises that. But the truth is I learned how hard prayer was. Even Mm. after I cried out and felt that peace, I did not know how to pray. Mm. Well, you know, uh, the disciples didn't either. And they asked Jesus, teach us. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I guess that's an ongoing learning as well. Well, if you want to join the conversation, our phone number is 888-432-7444. Three four. My lines are open for you now. Let's kick the show off in Silver Spring, Maryland. Aridia is on the line. Hi, Aridia. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. I am almost in fear. The last person just called you, mm. it seemed like it was me. I mm. grew up with a single mom with six children. Mm. My mom was so strong in the faith. I wasn't. I, I I learned to know Jesus when I got here, mm-hmm. but because I heard her pray every morning, mm-hmm. I keep looking for that God that my mommy was praying for. In her word, the, her prayer, she would kneel down and she would say, I hold on to all the, your promise that you made us, God. Mm-hmm. Please make us a better person. Those words went through me until I was here, that I had my kids. That's when I heard that word with mm. my daughter. Mm. I was going through a lot of things with her. So I started praying at the God that my mom was praying. Ah. So, and- Jesus, please help me with my daughter. She's going the wrong way. And did he so show up I for you, Aridia? Did he, yes, did he yes, answer you? Yes, yes. Yes, my daughter is a doctor now, yes. Mm, how she about did. That? Wow. She Amen. gave her everything that I asked for wisdom, understanding. Huh. At the age of 15, she came to me and said, Mommy, I'm going to be a doctor. Mm. And she made wow. it. Well, so I know Jesus when I was 21 years old, but it was because I heard my mommy praying at that God that I was looking for when I was seven years old. Mm-mm-mm. Well, listen, thank you, Aridia, for sharing your testimony. May the Lord bless you and be with you. Uh, Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner, she said she heard her mother praying. How important is it as a parent for your kids to see you modeling prayer? I think that is what made me come back. Mm. If I ever left, but to come back to God, I had something in my mind. I could see my mother's, long after I left home, I could see her on her knees. Mm. I had them, And the fact that parents say less to your children about God And pray more. Let them see you pray. Mm. Because I didn't realize, even when I was hating on God, I still had that picture when 
I got to the end of my yeah. rope of my mother praying. I knew that was possible. Mm. Did you also pray around food? Did you guys have grace that you did before well, you ate? Well, that was just to get to the food. <laughs> but it also modeled something probably if your mom is praying, like you're maybe catching stuff you don't even know you're catching, or at this point you're just hungry, so it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, at the, that age, I was so cynical and angry. I was uh, angry about being poor, angry about racism. We were in Oakland, Richmond, California. The police were stopping people like they are doing now, and I didn't understand it. And so mm. I blamed God because the church did not show up. So mm. the prayer at home was something that was required. I didn't I really internalize it. wasn't coming it. from your heart. I wasn't internalizing ah, That's no. why your subtitle of your book really is uh, From No Faith, really going from no faith to, to deep faith. So would you say then prayer is one of the pathways to go from no faith to deep faith? It is the beginning. Mm-hmm. It is the absolute beginning. It's not the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, once I prayed that prayer, I still didn't know. It, I didn't know Genesis from Revelation because I left the church at 11 and a half. I didn't go back for 20 years. Uh-huh. I studied great books in the of the world in college. I thought the Bible was just a lot of poetry and uh-huh. sex mm-hmm. stories and war. Hmm. Um, but... Really, the idea is that prayer plus the word. I had to find out that the word of God is a way of getting to God Mm -hmm. and his promises for our lives. How about that? That was the second step. First was prayer, then getting into the Uh word. In a sense, uh, prayer, me talking to God and God's word, him talking to me. And those two together get a good conversation going between the human and the divine. Absolutely. But. I, I want to state that I thought prayer was so boring. I thought, if God knew everything anyway, why would I be talking all the time? Mm-hmm. Besides, I'd rather watch certain shows or mm. football. It was just not as interesting. God was not as interesting, even after, I believe, I accepted Christ. So I I will confess to you that this book was written through my struggle mm. to pray. Mm. Well, you're not the only one, right? So I think all of us uh, struggle sometimes uh, being more faithful in our mm-hmm. prayers. And so your book uh, shares with us and shows us that, that uh, you know, God longs for us to pray. God answers prayers, but also it, it can be a struggle. Uh, maybe it's a struggle for some of you today. Maybe you want to give us a call. Maybe there's some barriers that are keeping you from uh, talking to God or even moving forward spiritually. Uh, If you want to give us a call, we're here to serve you and uh, talk with Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. She is the author of this brand new, beautiful book, I Prayed, Now What? Subtitle is My Journey from No Faith to Deep Faith. My phone number live in studio, if you want to join the conversation, is 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Stafford, Virginia, and talk to Mario, who's on the line. Hi, Mario. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm doing good, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with us today. What are you thinking? Well, what I'm thinking is um, I I really appreciate her, um, uh, how she grew up. Um, I am... I am one that also did the, had the same experience. I grew up in a domestic violent home. Mm. Um, when you see your mom get stabbed in front of you, I mean, I'm mm. putting personal stuff out there because, I mean, I believe that, uh, you know, the more that I talk about it, the more mm. that it can, it, it, uh, it, it cleanses me, so to speak. It sounds like it affected um, but, your faith um, too, didn't it, Mario? 
yes, it, it, it messed up my faith at, at mm. first because I didn't know what kind of what was going on, but it, it just truly had given me a different outlook that you don't have to be a product of how you grew up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for me, um, I always had a praying family. I mean, my parent, my, my family, my whole family from Mississippi, Southern, right. they grew up in church. And the one scripture that came to mind when the doctor was uh, was talking was train up a child in the way they should go. Mm-hmm. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. Right, right. You know, and his word would not d- return void. Well, and it sounded so, it sounded like you came back, though, even though you were struggling, Mario. It sounds like somehow the Lord got you back. Let me give you the last 10 seconds. Respond to what I just said. Yes, he did. He he really did. And I fought and I fought and I fought. Mm-hmm. But God, one day, just it, I just cried and I felt like I did not want to be this way anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I just cried out and I said, I can't take this anymore. Yeah. Lord, I know that you are there. Why aren't you helping me? And then one day in church, my just my parents went to church and they waited on me for about 10 minutes and they were not late. Mm. And I got saved that day. Wow. Praise the Lord. So, well, Mario, listen, thank you so much for sharing your testimony. And I, I see a theme here, uh, Dr. Barbara Weir Skinner, this I, crying out to the Lord in your pain. There's a lot of times when it's said in the scriptures, I cried out and the Lord heard my prayer. That's said more than once in the scripture. Uh, it, it certainly is my story. I think the mm. question, though, David, is how do you pray with that same passion when you're not hurting? How do you pray with that same passion when you're not hurting? When we get back, we're going to answer that one. This world will satisfy. Jesus, you're the cup. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, You give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. The late Oswald J. Smith, pastor of the Great People's Church in Toronto, Ontario, once asked, Why should anyone hear the gospel twice before everyone has heard it once? You know, that's a question I've never forgotten. And it's also one I've paraphrased more than once by asking, Why should anyone have multiple copies of the Word of God before everyone has had the chance to have at least one? And that's why we here at WAVA have teamed up with the Bible League to provide several thousand copies of God's Word to heart-hungry people all over the world. Many of them are very own brothers and sisters in Christ who to this very moment don't have access to even one copy of God's Word. But you can help change that with your gift to the Bible League. $5 buys one Bible, 50 buys 10, 100 buys 20. And right now, every dollar you're giving will be doubled with matching funds when you call this number. 844-YES-WORD. That's 844-YES-WORD. 
800-900-9673, or you can give online at wava.com. You shield my head in the day of battle. Amen? Amen. See the extraordinary true story that received an A Cinema score from moviegoers. I only stand before you today because Jesus is my rock and because I have a family who loves and believes in me. One marriage, one family under God. It made me uh, appreciate family more. The theme of redemption was just so powerful. If that couple can find hope, I think we all can. Indivisible, rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. For tickets and showtimes, go to indivisiblemovie.com. This holiday season, impress everyone with brand new made-to-order custom blinds from Blinds.com. Check out their before and after pictures, read reviews, and get the latest trends and colors and patterns. Save up to 45%, plus take an additional 5% off site-wide with promo code SHUTTERS. Your order delivery is guaranteed by Thanksgiving, or it's free. That's up to 45%, plus take an additional 5% off site-wide at Blinds.com with promo code SHUTTERS. Exclusions, rules, and restrictions apply. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. Listen, you're looking for some extra money. The Student Shuttle Transportation Service for Children is looking for part-time drivers in the DMV. The Student Shuttle is safe, reliable, and affordable transportation options for busy families. So if you're looking to earn extra cash, if you're 21 or older, you've got a good driving record in your own vehicle, Mm -hmm. that's a 2010 or newer vehicle model then make sure you go to the student shuttle.com the student shuttle.com and you can apply online get some extra cash an extra 250 bucks a week where you're just driving a couple hours in the morning a couple hours in the evening a great opportunity not only to earn some extra cash but to get kids you know to their mom's place or to the school or to grandma's house great job for retired workers grandmas college students again apply online the student shuttle.com. Now, listen, uh, if you're just tuning in, maybe just getting in the car or whatever, we are having a conversation on this tough topic Tuesday about building a bridge from no faith to deep faith. Maybe you struggle with your journey of faith and, and maybe there are some barriers keeping you from moving forward spiritually Helping us out today is Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. She's the author of a brand new book, I Prayed Now What? My Journey from No Faith to Deep Faith. If you uh, if you want to talk to Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner, give us a phone call at 888-432-7434. If you're struggling with your walk and you just want someone to mentor you, uh, give us a call, 888 Bridge. If people wanted to purchase the book, uh, Dr. William Skinner, where would they go? They can get it on our website, um, BarbaraWilliams-Skinner.com. BarbaraWilliams-Skinner.com. And they can get your book there. You wrote this book because of your own journey. Uh, Dr. Barbara, there's a lot of people who are on a journey of faith, even when they come to know the Lord, they struggle with moving forward in their faith. How does prayer help, and and, and how do we break through some of those very difficult barriers? The prayer is the problem, in part. The church teaches you a lot. Mm -hmm. There are classes on everything. There are very few classes on prayer. Mm -hmm. The assumption is that when you become a follower of Jesus, you automatically know how to pray. Mm -hmm. I realized at the time that my husband was sick with uh, leukemia and eventually died, 
I did not know how to pray. Mm. And you don't want to admit it. I'm married to an evangelist right. and traveling around the world, preaching and teaching, and I really did not mm. understand uh, how to pray and how do you even admit that. Yeah. So that's the problem. A lot of people will say that prayer should be highfalutin language and there's certain poetry. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that God is so simple and ready mm. to answer the prayers of even a child. Well, let's say somebody's listening right now and they said, you know what, Barbara, Dr. Barbara, I, I'm admitting it. I really don't know how to pray. What would you tell them to do? How do you, how do they get started? I started, interestingly, uh, reading the Proverbs. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought there are 31 Proverbs. This mm-hmm. is the wisdom teaching about family, life, um, money, relationships uh, mm-hmm. written by King Solomon. And I thought I'd read one. Uh, I read one proverb every day and I wrote down whatever text that really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. I took that to work. I put it on a three by five card. I was still struggling with uh, my life before Jesus. Sure. And I had a four letter mouth. I still mm. had a temper. I'm still Mm. seething about racism. I still hadn't sorted out what Mm. it means to be a calm Christian. Right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) If there's such a thing. So I took this every day. So 31 days. I did Mm. that for almost a year. Oh, wow. And I started memorizing the scriptures because I understood that God is not duty bound to answer your prayers. Mm. He's duty bound to answer his word. So I Mm. decided make this word mine, internalize the word. So actually internalizing God's word also helps you in your prayers because you're saying it back to God and he's obligated to to respond to his word. Absolutely. And put your name in it so Mm. that it's you are talking to God about David. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, God, forgive Barbara. Mm -hmm. God, lift up Barbara. God, Mm. heal Barbara. Barbara. Hmm. So it's me talking to God. I think what hindered me at times was, you know, you think about the sin in your life. You think about your life before God and before you accepted Christ. A lot of times that stuff is in your ear and you're thinking, I'm not worthy. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't deserve this. And really, you, you have to take God at his word that mm-hmm. he has given you everything you need uh, for life and godliness to be Uh, successful before him. Mm -hmm. I didn't believe that. So when he said uh, that I'll never leave you or forsake, you have to take God at his word. Mm. Uh, God's love is is everlasting. You have to realize you don't have to earn it. You cannot earn it. Mm. And I thought because I worked so hard for everything I had that I also had to work for God's love. I had to work to be worthy of God blessing me. So you have to take the word, internalize it, pray it back to him and insert your name. So God, you said that uh, you will supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. Or God, you supplied the needs for Paul who said it. Would you do the same for Barbara or or whatever? That's a really good teaching point. We're going to learn more from Barbara on prayer, on life, on faith, uh, and, and and maybe in your particular situation, you're at a place right now, you need God to show up, uh, you need Barbara to pray for you, uh, give us a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Uh, as soon as I get back, we'll run to Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and talk to Edith. We're going to come to you as well. I've got a line open, so if you want it, get in where you fit in. 888-43-BRIDGE. It's Real Talk. With Dr. David Anderson. I feel like taking chances. I feel a lot like 17. 
When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. It it. was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. It's Real Talk. Dr. David Anderson. Listen, if you got mold, mildew, cracks, or blistered paint in your walls, make sure you check out Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come in and take out all the water, the musty smell. They came to our house. They've come uh, help us out. They'll help you out as well. Just give them a call. Tell them I sent you. Their number is 
3707. When my wife Amber said, you know what, we need a new sump pump, we need something, I called uh, Andrew Altman from Best Buy Waterproofing, and sure enough, they came out, and my wife is satisfied. I know you'll be satisfied with them as well. If you end up doing business with them, they'll even give a $500 gift to uh, our radio ministry. So it's not a bad deal at all. But it's a free inspection. So listen, call them before the water arises. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. I've got Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. She's with me live in studio. I'm holding up her book. If you're on Facebook Live, I prayed. Now what? My journey from no faith to deep faith. If you want to know more information about Barbara, you can always go to Barbara Williams Skinner.com. Uh, now, Dr. Barbara, if somebody does order your book, pick up your book, start reading your book, what is your hope, your desire, your dream? What do you want people to get out of it by the time they're done with it? I want them to have an empowered prayer life. Mm. I want them to uh, be able to know no matter where they go, what happens, how many crises they face, God is there. Mm. To be absolutely certain. I want them to learn as I had to learn how to pray for your enemies. Mm. Um, I want them to go from a prayer time to a prayer life, that Mm. their whole life is bathed in prayer, whether they're lawyer, doctor, teacher, mother, grandmother, or what. Praying for your enemies. Now you're getting all up in our business. I mean, (laughs) that's not always easy to do. How how did you figure out how to pray through, through those barriers for people that don't even like you? Well, it's not easy. I had my first time to try to pray for President Ronald Reagan, and that was a struggle. But, you know, at the now, end— Now, why was that a struggle praying for him? Because you're a Democrat and he's a Republican? Well, or not, was no, it his programs? No. What was it? He mouthed words while campaigning that sounded anti-poor and anti—even anti-against uh, people of color. And I mm. was—I I didn't feel that— that he had a right to do that. I thought he mm. should have been the president or come across as the president of all the people. I see. And which he was. And I was asked at a big prayer breakfast of 4,000 leaders to pray for him, and I refused. I said, mm. I don't think God wants me to pray for a Republican anyway. Mm. So you're and, a strong Democrat. Well, yeah, at that time. Okay. At that time. Now I'm really just a kingdom person. Okay. But, but in that situation, you were a strong Democrat. Someone's asking you to pray for him. You have an opportunity to pray oh, for no, President Ronald Reagan. No. So you, you declined. I said no. But, you know, God has a way of just staying on your case. I'm mm. like, he would not let me go. Really? And I ended up praying a prayer that was translated into seven languages because when I saw the President Reagan and Mrs. Reagan in a in a holding room, I just saw two people. Mm, no I, longer the, the label of Republican. No category. Uh-huh. Not even white or whatever. I just saw a man and a woman, older man and woman at that time, who would like me, would die one day, who wanted their lives to be better. And I said, mm. God... Pray through me what you want. It was mm. a prayer of surrender, David. Well, Just look at pure that. Simple. Look at that. And so God has been using you ever since to pray for presidents. And, uh, you know, I think it's important for us to understand that there are people that we sometimes have to pray for that we either don't know or don't agree with. And uh, that's something that we, I think, even as Americans, it's probably something we don't do enough, even though God is asking us to. Huh? Well, I had a hard time praying for this current president, and I don't have any now, because at the end of the day, you have to decide uh, if you're going to do your thing or God's thing. And my mm. attitude is that I could keep wow. working against see injustice that. if I see it in anyone, and I've seen it here, 
but that here is a man. Here's a man who needs Jesus. Here's a man mm. who needs salvation. Here's a man who needs mercy. Here's a man whose family seems to be broken. And I, I prayed that that would be my focus and not just mm. on the politics. Now, I still work for justice, right. but I don't demonize uh-huh. Donald Trump. How about that? Edith is on the line. She's from Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Let's go there. Hi, Edith. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you today? I am about, I'm about ready to pop off my feet. I'm uh. so ecstatic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Barbara and I know each other very well. This yes. is Edith Jones, Barbara. Hello, Edith. I am so thrilled. We have Thank prayed you. for this book to come forth she and be has. birthed for years. She we has. know who she Barbara has. is. She's bold and courageous, and we know mm. God can use her yes. mightily through Thank this book. Mm. I promise you, Barbara, every one of my children are going to jump off their skin because that's what we prayed for for years. Now they're adults. They're going to order these books and get them out to their friends. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. I love you beyond words. She is the, <laughs> she's one of the reasons I wrote the book. Wow. Well, badgered <laughs> me and nagged me into writing this book. Well, thank you so much, Miss Edith, for two things. First of all, thank you for encouraging Barbara, and thank you for your call, okay? Oh, I, I love you. I just don't know what else to say. I'm so thrilled. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much. We love you, too. Uh, Barbara, I, how, how's that? How's that? Thank you so much for calling. How's that feel to have such encouragers? Uh, in your journey of faith from no faith to deep faith. It's the only way that I made it. Whether mm-hmm. it was the Brownings who led me to Christ by their life and not their words mm-hmm. or leading me to the man I married, Tom Skinner, who modeled every day in our home what a godly man looks like, mm-hmm. uh, who encouraged me as a woman on issues where men don't often encourage women to mm-hmm. advance in their careers. Tom, so that was an encouragement, but he cur- encouraged me most in my prayer life, Mm -hmm. Uh, by doing the devotion with me every day, by teaching me the Word of God. I actually learned the Word of God from my husband. Mm. I love the way you integrate the Word of God in your prayers. I think that is a dynamic uh, thought for somebody who's been wondering, how do I pray? What's the model of prayer? You really need your knees and your Bible in order to truly connect with God, don't you? Well, a lot of great Bible teachers and leaders read the Psalms. The Psalms is a prayer, mm-hmm. prayer one prayer after the other, mm-hmm. from David's point of despair to his highest joy. Mm-hmm. Many times when I don't know how to pray, I'll read the Psalms. Oh, how about that? Or listen to them at night when I can't go to sleep and I'm despairing mm-hmm. about something. I'll just turn it on aloud. Uh, it always uh, soothes me. Mm. Uh, but reading the word of God is mm. a way of talking to God. What about uh, praying with other people? I know that you have a prayer group. Uh, talk about that for a minute. Well, after Tom uh, died, I was in so much pain. Uh, I think God just sent a few angels around me because I didn't know how to even pray for it. All of a sudden, I didn't know where God was again, mm-hmm. like I was as a child. And people came around me, and we started praying, honestly, for racial reconciliation. That was mm-hmm. something I could pray about. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pray about my own situation. We did it once a week. We prayed about nations. We prayed about uh, that the word of God would be manifest in the church. There would be no black church or white church or gray or brown or yellow church. Mm-hmm. So there would be the per- mm-hmm. church of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, we prayed about violence and racism and bigotry once a week. But you know what? It's come in the last 10 years once a day, mm-hmm. eight to nine every day. If I'm not 
on a plane. We are praying, David, every mm. single day. I know, and you got a strong prayer group. You've been praying together for years. Yes, we are. Well, listen, we're coming right back in just three minutes to land this plane. It's Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. She's the author of a brand new book, I Prayed. Now what? Go ahead and pick it up. Barbara Williams Skinner.com. It's never been my dream. To see my face in magazines It's always been about the music What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $150 and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, you should give Physicians Mutual Insurance Company a call. 1-800-500-0898 This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired or on Medicare. Plus, you can choose any dentist you'd like. That's right, any dentist you want. Call and we'll rush you a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-500-0898. That's 1-800-500-0898. 1-800-500-0898. Folks, if any one of us had the cure for cancer or some other dreaded disease, there is no doubt at all that we would share it and share it with as many people as possible. Well, in the Bible, we have the cure for the worst problem of all, man's sinfulness, and also the keys to eternal life, all in the Word of God. What do you think? I think it's time we share it. And that's what the Bible League campaign here on WAVA is all about. Till the whole world knows, Bibles for the nations. And right now, you can share the good news of God's Word for a gift to the Bible League of just $5. $50 will, of course, provide 10 Bibles. $100 provides 20. A $500 gift will send 100 Bibles. And right now, every dollar given is being doubled with a matching fund. So would you do it? Would you make your most generous, life-saving gift right now by calling 844-YES-WORD, 844-937-9673. Again, 844-937-9673. Or you can give online at WAVA.com. The following is a WAVA editorial message. This is Tom Moyer, General Manager of WAVA. Several years ago, I heard Pastor Robert Jeffress talking about biblical values versus political values. He explained that there are some issues of our times that God has clearly spoken about in the Bible, like the value of human life and marriage. The Bible is clear about the dignity of human life in the womb. You could say that God was pro-life even before the modern term pro-life existed, and God created marriage as a sacred union between man and woman. For Christians, these fundamental issues really precede our contemporary politics. That's why I'm encouraging you to support political candidates who stand with us. In the upcoming election in Northern Virginia, WAVA is supporting Barbara Comstock in District 10 and David Bratt in District 7. These two candidates are pro-life and pro-marriage. Please take time to vote on Tuesday, November 6th, and thank you. The preceding has been an editorial message from WAVA. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? 
With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. Thank you so much for your donations and your gifts. And I just want to say to the person that's saying, I need to get my kid somewhere. Remember, the student shuttle Dot com. They'll get your kid anywhere your kid needs to go. And they also need drivers. So go to thestudentshuttle.com and make sure that you apply. Make a few extra hundred bucks a week. That's not a bad deal at all. Thestudentshuttle.com. It's been such a joy to have Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner with me. We've been talking about prayer and faith. If you want to grow in your faith, grow in your walk with the Lord, you can read her story and also gain some personal insights on how you can fire up not only your prayer life, but your spiritual journey. Uh, Dr. Barbara, as we're bringing the show to a close, uh, and as we think about and reflect on your book, what direction do you want to give people once they get your book and once they read your book? How should they interact with the text that you've written? Well, at the end of every chapter, uh, there is a question about your own faith, your own walk, your own journey, your own struggle. Uh, there's an action that you can take, mm-hmm. and then there is a prayer you can pray. Mm-hmm. So it's it's your journey. You step out of my journey, and mm-hmm. you move into your own journey mm-hmm. of reflection on where you really are with God. It's right. important to know that. What are some of the spiritual disciplines that help keep you growing in your faith? We know prayer is one of them, but right. what else do we need in order to keep that going? I think you have to stay in the Word. I think mm-hmm. it has to be in you. I listen to it day and night. I turn off television at certain time. I'm not listening to it. I think the other one uh, to me is song. You know, I can't mm-hmm. sing well, but I will praise God. Mm-hmm. I think praise is another. Make a joyful noise. Yes. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, giving and, and generosity and serving others, that that's another spiritual discipline. That helps you grow, doesn't it? It helps you to grow because you get out of yourself and you get into the needs of others. Mm. It's a way of loving God by loving other people. Well, you know, sometimes breaking away, uh, you uh, quoted one time we were at a prayer retreat gathering, a contemplation retreat, and uh, I think I heard you say something like, uh, you, you have to come apart to pray. If you don't come apart, then you will. It was exactly. something like that, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly, <laughs> and you have a lot of people in America yes. now working 20-hour days and juggling jobs, and yeah. they're literally coming apart. And opioid uh, addiction is is rising even in the middle mm. class. And I think it's part of that stress, even among church people, mm. not relying on the Savior, not about that? resting in Jesus. Well, thank you so much for pushing thank us you. back to the feet of Jesus through thank prayer. You. Thank, thank you for writing this book, I Prayed, Now What? My Journey from No Faith to Deep Faith. If you want a copy of it, go to Barbara Williams hyphen Skinner. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me, David. Of course. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity we have to come to you in prayer. Uh, May this show take this topic from being a tough one to being one of joy as we spend time at your feet. Be with Barbara, the book, and her ministry. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said, Amen. amen and amen. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.